Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 21. Verse 23 says, When he had come into the temple, the chief priests and the elders and the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority do you do these things? Who gave you this authority? It is certain that sooner or later, every leader will have his authority questioned, if not threatened. The fact that the wolves are out there, well, I don't think that's some sort of paranoia, but rather a scriptural truth. Like much of the established religious world today, these leaders were more concerned with public opinion and the majority view than they were with the actual truth. Popularity and power were and are even now driving forces. They asked him about his authority, but they would never recognize any authority other than their own. These so-called spiritual leaders were attempting to outsmart Jesus. Without recognizing his deity, they would naturally fail to grasp his divine genius. So they asked him, verse 24, Jesus answered them, I also will ask you one question, which, if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. Jesus was always patient and loving towards any individual who was truly seeking him, and he still is. But there were, and are yet today, those who are more concerned with attempting to trap Jesus than seek his wisdom. The reason for such are both simply to exercise one's pride as well as a feeble attempt to hang on to some perceived power base that they might feel they own. They wanted to believe they were in control, which is ironic because God in flesh stood literally in front of them. Their contrary hearts will would be their own eventual undoing as he, instead of answering, asked them a question. Verse 25. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? Now they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he'll ask us, Why then did you not believe him? Verse 26 goes on, But if we say from men, we fear the multitude, for all hold John as a prophet. Now the religious in power thought they had Jesus cornered. The Believer's Bible Commentary says this, If he claimed to have authority in himself as the Son of God, they would accuse him of blasphemy. If he claimed authority from men, they would discredit him. If he claimed authority from God, they would challenge him. So they thought they had Jesus cornered, yet suddenly the tables were turned. These men who attempted to lift themselves up before God and man now were more than humbled. In fact, it was they who were trapped. Though they didn't want to admit that John was a prophet, they knew to deny such would endanger their positions before the people because the people did indeed consider him a prophet. And like so many, today that position was more important than truth, more important than righteousness, much like the politics of our day and age. Proverbs 29.23 says, A man's pride brings him low, but one of lowly spirit gains honor. 
And in Matthew 18, verse 4, it says, Whoever therefore humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 27 of our text says, They answered Jesus and said, We don't know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. So apparently cornered, these super spiritual folks had only one place to go. They feigned ignorance. Before, they were purveyors of spiritual wisdom. But now, apparently, they were too stupid to answer a simple question. In truth, their stupidity was in denying the deity in the place of Jesus. Like mankind in general, their pride kept them from the truth, from the blessings, and from eternal life. For so many of us yet today, our pride continues to do the same. Jesus, he understood that inside each one of us is an understanding of our sinful state. It's a natural attribute. He built it in. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Romans 1.20 says, for the invisible things of him since the creation of the world are clearly seen, being perceived through the things that are made, even his everlasting power and divinity, that they may be without excuse. Because knowing God, they didn't glorify him as God and didn't give him thanks, but became vain in their reasonings and their senseless hearts were dark. Going on in verse 28 of our text, it begins, but what do you think? A man had two sons and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered, I will not. But afterwards he changed his mind and he went. And he came to the second and said to the said the same thing, and he answered, I'm going, sir. But he didn't go. Which of the two did the will of the Father? And they said to him, the first. And Jesus said to them, Most certainly I tell you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering into God's kingdom before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you didn't believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. When you saw it, you didn't even repent afterwards that you might believe in him. Now this story was meant to carry a personal message to these chief priests and elders. Jesus is going to lead them to see their state of being even if they would not ultimately accept that truth. Notice the specifics of this father's direction in the story. Go work today. Go work today. Love, respect, and authority are herein implied with an expectation, result of service and obedience. Go work today. Some of mankind has flinched at such a humble position only to answer the call in time. Amen. Others, however, like these leaders, they feigned a response, but in truth, they never repented. Jesus asks, which is righteous? The leaders apparently appropriately answered, and in doing so, they condemned themselves with their very answer. And now a profound response will be given, one that no doubt shocked and appalled these pious leaders. Jesus tells them, and here it is, that the tax collectors and the harlots would enter the kingdom of God before them. Now to say that that was a hard uh, thing to swallow would be an extreme understatement. There is a subtle message in this story beneath the obvious one, and that is that we can only respond 
and hear this now, we can only respond by reaching out to the outcasts of society, those that are truly hungry to come to Christ, those that are aware of their sinful state, are ready to do something about it. Oftentimes we can be so apt to put extensive resources and energies in pursuit of a soul who really does not want to change, who really does not want to relent and surrender to God and has no plans to do so. While we do not want to write off today anyone, no matter how hard the heart might be, we must acknowledge the fact that many individuals simply will never come to Christ and will instead choose to spend eternity apart from God, however inexplicable that may seem. These hard-hearted individuals can, as this story so vividly portrays, also exist even within a religious facade. With limited resources, how will we spend our time and who will we spend our energies upon? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.